Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We'll be getting more information, we hope, from the RCMP. They're holding another media update and briefing about what has been going on in the northern part of our province. In the last week, you've had three murders two missing people, and a whole lot of mystery. And BCRCMP are saying at this point they share the public's concern uh, after these mysteries that have come to light. So now they're looking for uh, a man with a beard who they say had been seen talking to one of the victims of that double murder. That would be China Deese and Lucas Fowler. Uh, Their bodies were found along the Alaska Highway a little more than a week ago. And then there's the death of another man and the two missing uh, young men from Vancouver Island. All of this, does it tie together? We don't know yet. But we wanted to check in now with Nadia Stewart, who is a global news reporter who is up in Fort Nelson, and she joins us again right now. Nadia, thanks for being here. Yeah, good morning for me. Okay, so another update today. Do you find, are RCMP giving more information now, do you think? I think so, but I, I do think a lot of that has to do with the public pressure between uh, the media doing what we can to work sources and push the story forward, but also the public. We're hearing uh, so much concern from the public about these two incidents. It's just so unusual. People just ha- have so many questions. So I do feel like now they are... Uh, stepping up and providing this information uh, on a proactive basis. Right. So yesterday they provided those two um, so those two composite drawings, which people can find on our website at cknw.com. So what do we know about these these two people in these drawings? Uh, well, for the um, for the individual uh, in that description, that that picture there, um, that that third person that was seen there with uh, Fowler and Deese. Uh, what all that we know is from this roadside worker who says that she saw this individual, this third person there speaking with them. Uh, she initially or another media reported that the exchange between them was heated. Now police are, are walking that back a bit, saying they have no reason to believe that it was. Uh, but that individual, um, all we have is a description uh, of him, Caucasian male, that he was shorter than Lucas Fowler. So Lucas hmm. Fowler uh, was six foot three. Uh, so he was shorter than him, uh, had a beard, and might have been wearing glasses. In the picture, though, I believe you see him also wearing, uh, also wearing a ball cap. Uh, or some kind, of, some kind of covering on his head there in the, in the image. So we don't know um, a lot about him. There is a lot of chatter, of course, on social media. Uh, I'm sure you've seen some of it yeah. uh, as well, Simi, uh, trying to make the connection between um, that, uh, that fugitive who made his way up through Manitoba. Uh, police are not ruling that out, but they're not making any definitive connections as well. Okay, and so what, is the, have... what is that story? So this is a man from Texas who's wanted for homicide in that state? That's right. And apparently he snuck in illegally through the Manitoba border. Um, there is some, um, if you go back uh, to the RCMP's website, they believe he got in sometime around June the 24th. He got into the country. Uh, and so people are drawing connections based on that composite sketch and based on his photo. 
people are making connections. But again, that's not concrete. Right. Okay. And so we've got uh, more information needed on those two cases. Did they talk about any possible links between these cases, Nadia? I have to say, Cindy, that's going to be the big question today at the 11 o'clock presser. Um, At this point, that is really what people want to know. Is there a connection? Uh, Can police link these two? And and that's really what we're going to get at this morning at 11. How would you describe the feeling in the communities up there that you have been to? You know, it's it's unsettled. I, I, I'm not sure if I talked about this yesterday, but when we went up to um, uh, to uh, Liard Hot Springs and spoke with folks up there, um, especially the roadside workers, the people who are out there all the time, um, they said that now they are looking over their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Any little noise um, has them nervous. Anything that they see that looks a little suspicious, they are nervous. They've got their sat phones, of course, because there's no reception up there. Uh, so they have their satellite phones on them to make a call if needed. Uh, but at this point, um, they're scared and, and they want some kind of assurance, uh, either that a police have, have, you know, something nailed down in terms of a suspect or a better handle on what's exactly going on or that they can assure them of their safety. All right. Well, we'll be waiting to hear what happens as well. Nadia, thank you. You're most welcome. That is Nadia Stewart, our global news reporter, who is up in Fort Nelson talking to people, gathering information in this case. The RCMP update will come at 11 o'clock this morning, about 20 minutes from now. We will have that live for you. This story is also marked, I think, by the amount of international attention that it has been receiving. Claire Allen and I were talking about this earlier on the air. Uh, there, and Nadia was telling us yesterday, too, that she has been talking with um, Australia's Uh, Channel 9, Channel 7, they have sent crews there. They are knocking on doors, talking to people, witnesses, trying to find out what happened in this case. Uh, There are a huge amount of interest. In fact, yesterday when I was leaving work, noticing on the New York Post website, this was also their top story, their big headline. Uh, So there is a huge amount of interest in this all over the world. And to give you an idea of how this is being reported elsewhere, how they're being told of this story, have a listen to this report by Alexis Daesh from Australia's Nine News. It even includes some sound of uh, Lucas Fowler's father, Stephen, and police from yesterday's press conference. Just the two of them road tripping through Canada's northern Rockies. He met a beautiful young lady and they teamed up they're a great pair. Lucas Fowler and his American girlfriend, China Dees, embarking on an adventure in the Chevrolet van Lucas bought and fixed up himself. Early evening on July 13, they're filling it with fuel and giving it a clean. Then the pair duck into the service station using toilets and grabbing snacks. China looks relaxed with her Aussie bow, licking a slushy as they prepare to head off into the summer night. In two days' time... They'd be shot dead on the side of the highway. It's a love story that's ended tragically. It really is. It's the worst ever love story because we now have two young people who had everything ahead of them uh, tragically murdered. The man detectives want to speak to was spotted standing in the middle of the Alaska highway the night before their bodies were found. The man was seen speaking to Lucas. Interestingly, footage from the days prior shows the van's back windows undamaged. By the time Lucas and China were found lying beside it, the right side was smashed. Adding to the complexity of this case is a mystery man found dead on the same stretch of highway near a burning truck. 
Police want to speak to these two young men who own that truck and are now missing. It's possible that they are linked. In my time here, it is unusual. I mean, we we have seen homicides, but generally speaking, not of this nature. The worker who served Lucas and China here told police there was nothing out of the ordinary about the young couple coming in that night. But detectives have revealed they're looking into hours of other CCTV and dash cam footage, as well as tip-offs from the public. As an experienced police officer, I know how these investigations go. But the pain of losing a son is something else. Nothing prepares me. Nothing prepares my family for what we are going through now. Alexis Daish, Nine News. So that's uh, a listen to how audiences in Australia are being told this story. They have several crews in the northern part of our province also looking into and digging into this story. That was from Alexis Daish, Australia's Nine News. Uh, That is one of the reasons why, as Nadia Stewart pointed out, our Nadia Stewart said that the RCMP have... I've been feeling the pressure of how much international interest there is. There is another briefing coming up in about 15 minutes time on this, and we will have that for you.